welcome to episode 86 of the Customer Support Leaders podcast. I'm Charlotte Ward. The theme for this week is cross-cultural support, so stay tuned for five leaders talking about that very topic. I'd like to welcome back to the podcast today, Chris Taylor. Chris, it's been a while, but it's lovely to have you back. Um, and this week, you're um, joining me to talk about cross-cultural support, right? So I'd like oh, yeah. to know your thoughts and experiences there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I've only started running like a global team in the last year. Before then, I was pretty UK-centric. Um, I've also moved from business to consumer to business to business. So there's differences in the way that is done um, as well. Uh, Cross-cultural, you could dig so much into the data for this. I mean, it's something that I'm trying to study really actively within my organization because I have an intuition that there's significant differences in the way our different regions interact with customer support. Mm. So as an example, we cut our support into like three global areas. We've got um, APAC, we've got Americas, and then EMEA, so European Union mostly. Mm -hmm. And there's massive, massive differences in the volume of tickets we get and the types of queries. Um, So as an example, generally in APAC, we tend to get a lot more tickets during onboarding processes um, and Mm. slightly more, I don't know if it's hand-holding, but just talking people through concepts and process and that kind of thing. Whereas our clients in America are a lot more hands-off. So they only come to us if, if there's a like a bug or a problem and they seem to be a bit more independent with it i don't know whether that's a side effect of us uh, working with less partners there um, Mm. as well but that's just kind of what i've spotted from initial kind of a a gut feeling and Mm. and you described a couple of other factors there i guess there's just where your customers are in terms of the load but also your relationship with them particularly locally through partners and that but you talked about this being more of a hunch than data driven. And I think it, I think I feel slightly nervous of drawing kind of regional and uh, national stereotypes into this, but there are, there are differences in the way we have to support because we have to Mm. respond Mm. to the needs of any of our customers individually and, and certainly as groups, right? Mm. It's definitely not an act of like trying to stereotype regions or anything like that. Mm. I just think, there's this model called the the serve qual model, um, which is like the f- customer gaps model, um, and one is between what the customer expects from your service and what their actual perception of it is. Right, and my my overarching theory is that all of these different cultures have different perceptions on what customer support should be and what it's there for, um, and that's where I think you get the main differences from. I I, I think it's uh, perhaps then something that we should all think about particularly once we get to a certain scale right that mm. we we should think about attempting to measure what those expectations are again we're taught we can slice and dice our customer base in a number of ways but <laughs> culturally definitely is one way we can do it whether we choose to or not but it's one way we can we can obviously slice and dice on on organization size or the tier or mm. or any number of other factors right but but yeah that so so is that model the um effectively what i've seen as a customer expectation score is it that one 
Uh, no, it's cool. I think it's, I, I haven't heard of that, that might be interesting, but um, it's called Servqual. It was invented in like, I think the 80s or 70s by a group of marketers um, who were looking specifically at customer service in retail. Um, mm. So they identified five customer gaps, which were the gap between their expectation and perception. Um, another one is a gap between management expectation and what the customer actually perceives. Then there's a gap between your service delivery and your policy. So Mm -hmm. Do your policies support the service expectations that you have? And there's a couple more. Um, Definitely worth some research, but yeah, it can be a useful model for this type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the the expectation versus perception is, Mm -hmm. I think, really, really the big one there that uh, I just think sits quite nicely with what we're talking about in terms of how we behave to to our different customer groups, right? Yeah, and for me as well, like Tyke have, we've got a slightly different business model in APAC. Each of these regions have different ways of doing business. So naturally, the way we support is going to be changed between them, I think. Mm. And you're quite early stage in terms of support team growth right now, mm. um, hiring into APAC only just and, and you know, a small footprint in the other regions. Uh, as As you grow, do you think you will aim to develop a tone or have you already developed a tone? And do you think you'll you'll perhaps build some idea of, of the, the different customer sections in that tone guide? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we our general rule of thumb at Tyke is that we don't have any corporate speak. Um, all of our engineers are individuals. They're, they're fully full stack back end, front end engineers. So we just Tyke's whole ethos is that we're like a, an engineer-led company uh, built by engineers for engineers. So, um, so we recruit very specifically for a very technical level of engineer. I think in terms of tone, our main guidelines are be yourself, um, be honest, and just don't feel the need to fluff things up for a customer. Um, <laughs> we have really focused internally on building relationships with our clients. So we've got a whole area called consulting engineers which you might call a type of customer success, but they're engineers who go into these companies. Um, essentially, we want to be seen as a partner. We're, we're trying to build relationships, understand the strategy, how we can support that. At a very individual level, right? Absolutely. And um, I think in terms of tone, it's not really set in stone. There's no style guide. It's just be yourself, be honest. That's it for today. Go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 86 for the show notes and I'll see you next time.